Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to be together to start our morning in prayer. Today is Saturday, and this is now the season after Pentecost. Today we will continue reading 2 Corinthians, uh, but on Monday we're going to finish up that reading of 2 Corinthians, and if there is a book in the Bible that you would like us to read through together next, uh, please send me an email at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I just have to boast, not that there's anything to be gained by it, but I'll go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. Someone I know in the Messiah 14 years ago, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know, though God knows, was snatched up to the third heaven. I know that this particular someone, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know, God knows, this person was snatched up to paradise and heard words you can't pronounce with humans aren't allowed to repeat. I will boast of someone like that, but I won't boast of myself, except of my weakness. If I did want to boast, you see, I, I wouldn't be mad, I'd be speaking the truth, but I'm holding back so that nobody will think anything of me except what they can see in me or hear from me, even considering how remarkable the revelations were. As a result, so that I wouldn't become too exalted, a thorn was given to me in my flesh, a messenger from the Satan, to keep stabbing away at me. I prayed to the Lord three times about this, asking that it would be taken away from me, and this is what he said to me. My grace is enough for you. My power comes to perfection in weakness. So I will be all the more pleased to boast of my weakness, so that the Messiah's power may rest upon me. So I am delighted when I am weak, insulted, in difficulties, persecuted, and facing disasters for the Messiah's sake. When I am weak, you see, I am strong. I have been a fool. You forced me into it. If, if I was 
to have received an official commendation. It ought actually to have come from you. After all, I'm not inferior to the super-apostles, even though I am nothing. The signs of a true apostle, you see, were performed among you in all patience, with signs and wonders and powers. In what way have you been worse off than all the other churches, except in the fact that I myself didn't become a burden to you? Forgive me this injustice. Now look, this is the third time I'm ready to come to you. And I'm not going to be a burden, because I'm not looking for what belongs to you, but you yourselves. Children, after all, shouldn't be saving up for their parents, but parents for their children. For my part, I will gladly spend and be spent on your behalf. If I love you all the more, am I going to be loved any the less? Grant me this, that I didn't lay any burden on you. But maybe I was a trickster, and I took you by deceit. Did I cheat you by any of the people I sent to you? I urged Titus to go to you, and I sent the brother with him. Did Titus cheat you? You behaved in the same spirit as me, didn't he? He conducted himself in the same manner, didn't he? You will imagine we are explaining ourselves again. Well, we're speaking in God's presence, in the Messiah. My beloved ones, it has all been intended to build you up. I'm afraid, you see, that when I come, I may find you rather different from what I would wish, and I may turn out to be rather different from what you would wish. I'm afraid there may still be fighting, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I'm afraid that perhaps when I come once more, my God may humble me again in front of you, and I will have to go into mourning over many who sinned before and have not repented of the uncleanliness and fornication and shameless immorality that they have practiced. The word of the Lord. Paul moves on to boasting about visions and revelations. We might imagine that the super-apostles in Corinth, the so-called super-apostles, in addition to their letters of commendation from the respected apostles, also boast of their own visions, revelations, and supernatural powers and insight. Paul says he too could boast of great visions, but what would that prove or accomplish compared to the word that he received from the Lord concerning the thorn in his flesh? The Lord told Paul, my grace is enough for your weakness, uh, and in your weakness my strength is perfected. When you are weak, my spirit is strong. This word is consistent with Jesus' own ministry and life. It was in the weakness and humiliation of the cross that Jesus Christ displayed God's righteousness and love that overcame even the powers of our sin and death. It is the scandal of the cross that God vindicates by raising Jesus from the dead and exalting him and shows him to be both Lord and King. It is from that power and from that wealth of grace that the Corinthians have come to be welcomed into the family of the Christ. And that is why Paul continues to object so strenuously to the offer of patronage. The gospel of Christ will not be bought or brought into the largesse of the Corinthians' power and wealth, or made to serve in the same household as the immoral and idolatrous Corinthians, as if Christ were another thing to be grasped and to be possessed, another idol to be put on the shelf, another God to be uh, honored with their lips. 
No, it is Christ who has actually welcomed them into his kingdom, into his family. It is the wealth of God's grace that is lavished on their behalf that called them out of the world and into the kingdom of God as heir in God's new creation. This is what the super apostles have mixed up and backwards and upside down. They perform as if they are apostles, but their lives and the lives of the Corinthians are not changed by their ministry. It's Saturday, and we are now approaching the times that we have set for worship. There's always a temptation to approach worship as if it were a trip to the theater, uh, to judge what happens as we judge performances that we intend, or even performances that we have to endure. Yet the invitation to enter into the worship of the Lord is a call to leave this world and its ways behind to die with Christ and to rise to live with him, to be nourished and sustained by the word of God and by Christ's own body and blood, to participate in and practice the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come by joining in the fellowship that we receive through Christ. And that is why we enter into this kingdom through baptism, by being joined to his death, being joined to the promise of Jesus' resurrection. And that is why we place God's word at the center of our life together, so that they can nourish us, so that uh, through it the Spirit can create faith in us and grow that faith, so that it bears fruit, so that when we're sent out into the world, we can love our neighbor as ourselves. And that is why we gather in the Spirit to receive Christ for us in bread and wine. These are all the good news of Jesus Christ happening to you in real time. And through them, we have been welcomed into Christ, into the one family of our Lord. No matter what it might look like or sometimes even feel like, the true worship of God is not performance. It is real life. It is the life that will endure forever in worship around God's throne. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially this morning, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation for the abundance of food and drink, for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, 
for the peace that you give us, for the gift of relationships with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially tonight we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people who live in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for those who are sick, for those who are afflicted, for those who are bereaved, for all who care to bring care for those who are sick and work to bring healing to life, for those who are working for international harmony and peace among people and nations, for all who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for those who are repairing the earth where it has been harmed and scarred, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else or for what else are we praying? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety for this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.